When my husband came home from Vietnam, he didn't really look into all his VA benefits. But now I've got some health issues, and I'm glad VA is there for me. To learn what benefits you may be eligible for, visit www.va.gov. I am Timothy Lawson. You're listening to This Week at VA. Our weekly numbers continue to improve, which means our listenership is growing and that you're enjoying our content from week to week. Thank you for sharing with your friends and listening to these powerful stories told by our veterans. When you're finished here today, please consider leaving us a rating and review in the podcatcher of your choice, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Wednesday marked the 72nd anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge, and we released a special interview we did with World War II veteran Harry Miller. If you haven't got a chance to hear that episode, be sure to do that next. Harry is a cool guy and has an impressive record of service. To add a bit to the Battle of the Bulge commemoration, I'm going to play audio from one of our Living History series. This series features four veterans that served during World War II and the Bulge. I got promoted to first sergeant the day before my 19th birthday in, in C Company of the 508 Parachute Regiment. And I had been a bit of an army brat anyway, so I already made up my mind I was gonna make a career in the military. And I did, you know, for 35 years. And uh, I served uh, during the Korean War with a clandestine unit, and then in Vietnam with the CIA and, and MACV. I'd always felt uh, dedicated to perform my duty. As I look back on this after 70 years, and we're going in December to honor the people that were lost, uh, yeah, it brings back a, a lot of memories, but it's a way to uh, you know, honor and pay tribute to the people that did come back. Well, I, I uh, always have had the feeling that I'm proud that I did my part uh, towards maintaining the freedom of the American people. It was a, it was a great thing we, we all had to do. I'm proud we did it. When I got out of the Army, I went looking for a job, and nobody needed any field artillery forward <laughs> observers. I said, come on, I'm well experienced. No forward observers needed. All I can think about is uh, I wanted to get a job and, and chase skirts. I wanted to get a car. I, I didn't talk about the war until 1986, 40 years later. And that was when I went to my first reunion. That, all that period in between, it was, it was all behind me. I, I, yeah. I, my friends that I associated with, I knew, had no idea what I went through. Well, I stayed in. We never talked about it. I, we had other things on our mind. This business of being a hero. I'm not a hero. I was a person that, that enjoyed the Army all the way through, the bad times and the good times. I also felt that if I wanted to be able to live free when war broke out, there was no question. You had to fight. And that's what I did. I didn't hear the term greatest generation for a long time, oh, yes. and and uh, I never considered myself 
as any, anybody special. I've always uh, resented the, the term the greatest generation because I'm an amateur historian. I did a lot of uh, research at the archives, the Holocaust Museum, and veterans' activities. I fought in two, in two other wars. And what are we, chopped liver from Korea, yeah. or Vietnam, or Afghanistan? And my feeling is that that phrase ought to be changed to say the generation of great warriors. Because uh, these guys, even as speak today, some of them are ill in harm's way. They do the job just as we did. Uh, but I really, if someone comes up to me and says, are you the, a member of the greatest generation, I'd rather say, are you a World War II veteran? It means more to me than being categorized in a group. And I just kind of refute it. Yeah. If you want to hear more of their stories, go to our YouTube channel and choose Living History under our playlists. Today's featured interview is with Gordon Wallace. We first met Gordon at the VA Pacific Islands Health System in Honolulu. He was playing music in the lobby with a fellow Vietnam veteran. They strummed on their guitar, singing familiar songs, providing hospital guests with entertainment. Between songs, Gordon began speaking about his recovery. He talked about returning from Vietnam and being shunned by his family. He wept as he recalled being labeled a baby killer. Gordon agreed to join me on the podcast and share more of his story. I think you'll find his reflections just as powerful and as emotional as I do. The VA the, the, the helped me now, you know. Yeah. Yes, they helped me because at the beginning it was kind of hard, yeah. Trying to get my benefits. Took me over 30 years. Why? Because they never helped us veterans, Vietnam veterans. We wasn't welcome home. But what's sad that what, what we did in the war, and then we come home, and we ask for help, and then they don't help us. But then we don't get help, see? Yeah. See, get the, the other people, some they don't help us, yeah? So no stop, see? What I did, I went stop. That's why it took me 30 years. I go stop, I go stop, I go stop, you know, homeless, everything. But then again, you know, yeah. the VA would help me. That's why I come up here every day. You know, you know why? I feel safe. I feel safe and then I get love from over here. You know, my friend, the veterans, they take each, us guys, you know, we take each other. Yeah. You know, come good friend, yeah. I make them my family. Because my family don't, don't want me. My, my brothers and sisters are talking about. Yeah. I'm not talking about my cousins. My cousins, is diff, they, they like me, but my family, my own brothers and sisters, they don't like me. Because why? Because what they think we did in Vietnam, baby killer, they call us that name. I say, we never do that. They had kids, they had carrying the rifle. 11, 12 years old, and then they come to blow us up, you know. And we had to do what we had to do. Yeah. So don't call us that kind of name. So, but anyway, I like to tell our veterans that the VA help you, don't stop. Doesn't, you PTSD, don't stop. Because you know, you're not alone, you know. I don't care. 
I don't care, I cry. Yeah, that's fine. You know why? I talk from my heart, that's why. It hurts, yeah, when I talk about it. Suffer, look and sleep. Because your friends, they're all tired. Eh? Plenty. I see one mountain of dead bodies. You know, football field, brother, in the 70s, 71. When I got in country, I never knew what that smell. I came out of the plane. I, oh, what was that smell when I looked? Oh, the helicopters like dragonflies just dropping dead bodies, body bags, yeah. I cannot get that out of my mind. Yes, us guys, Americans, you know. And they say with the wall backing down, you know, 71. But the wall wasn't backing down, it was getting worse. Was getting worse, but we had to do what we had to do, you know. Yeah, you were drafted. I was right. drafted, um, but I would like to stay as well. I would like to stay twenty years, you know. But when I came out of the war zone, had prejudiced people, but the black, the Crips, and the blood—they don't like—they don't like their kind too. If you're not in their gang, you out. Yeah, they like kill you on camp. In Vietnam, even uh, when I came school field home, I stationed over there. Oh boy, they they mob you, you know, and they can kill you. You know, that's why they ask me if I prejudice. I'm not prejudice. It's just that they will kill one local Hawaiian. Yeah, my brother said they will kill one local boy in 60, 64. They will kill him in the bed because he can shoot poo, eh? and then. The guy, the black guy, like bet money, eh? He thought the guy no can shoot poo, but my father, my brother said the friend can shoot poo, eh? Took the guy's paycheck, was only 100 something, eh? Then they went in sleep, the trenching shovel, right in the head. That's why he had about 200 something boys against 1,000 guys, you know? All mixed race. When fight, you know, they lost. I told my brother, Oh, that's why the guy punched my face. He told me I'm from Hawaii. And then I told him, yeah, ladies. He punched me right in my face. I could shake his hand. I told him, yeah, I come from Hawaii. How's it? Boom. Then I had to fight for my life, you know. Because he owned the chair I was sitting on. I had to run, you know. I blow through the wall, you know. Because you know can fight with them. Razor blade, knife, even they comb. I had to run. They catch me two more times. Saturday, came Saturday and Sunday, they hunt me down. Where were you in Vietnam? I was up Cambodia by the river, three months. We had action up there. And then they was going to overrun us, our camp. Then we had to move out, run. We had to leave our camp. We had orders for they coming down, one big 6,000 plus. Mixed Viet Congs and Vietnamese army, not Vietnamese army. So we would evacuate our camp. Oh, we left everything. Yeah. Just take your clothes. Then we went down to Long Bend. That's one big camp, you know. About five, seven miles wide, eh? That's why I don't tell my friends about Long Bend. Long Bend was an R&R, &R, you know? You do your job, though, you know? I was engineer, but I don't talk to my, my infantry friends. Yeah, because they was in the bushes. 
snakes and leeches and you know they don't take a shower. My cousin there, my good friends, oh was so so rough, sad, was sad. And then we come home, oh hard time. But thank God the VA, the good people, you know, they help us, they help me. That's why I got my benefits. And uh, in, in 60, no, 2009, I got my benefit. I fight there from 60, from 73, 74. I fight the, I forget benefits, but I had a hard time. What was the cause of, uh, like, why weren't you getting the benefits you needed? They said uh, uh, nothing wrong with me. I told them I talked to somebody, and I like one job. The guy told me to go to the unemployment office across the street, and uh, he looked right to me. But my mother said, I got to get help because nighttime come. I doing stuff, she don't like it. I'm talking to myself in a doctor. I drink as well, and I, I never used to be a drinker, you know. I was a vegetarian, surfer, working in a junkyard, that's all I do. And then, then when I got drafted, I never come home, right? I had to stop what I was doing, because vegetarian, you're strong, yeah. You're very strong, you know. But I had to stop because I never, like, kill nobody. Not fight now, kill. See, when we fight, we kill you, the rage. That's why I never like, hurt nobody, you know, where I live. How I don't know, like, us this way, because I get howling blood, yeah? Wallace, Irish, yeah? And the Hawaiians don't like us. Because we're not the kind that get howling name, man. But I thought, if she, we nice, we all nice guys, yeah? That's why I move out from over there. Move out, they don't like us. They don't like my family. But anyway, I left home 14 years old, go on my own, then I had to go with my dad, yeah, junkyard, yeah. Working in a junkyard. Then I got drafted. How old were you when you got drafted? I was 18, then 19, I went. But I loved the service, you know. It was good, you know. I had a job, I had, you know, three meals a day, yeah. yeah. I had friends, I had money, paycheck, you know what I mean? We're good, we don't need money anyway. Three meals a day, right? Mm -hmm. I went off the service, but I was fighting plenty with the blacks. That's how I got out. I was scared because I don't like die. Yeah? You know what I mean? When you you fighting, nobody help you. you know? Yeah. So yeah. what happened when you got out? When I got out, mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to come home. My mother said, she called me one asshole. What are you doing home? And I said, oh, I pow. She said, yeah, but what you do know? You know nothing for you. Baby killer. I said, what? Almost fall out. You know me? I walked from Hickam to where I live, yeah, with my duffel bank. I never had money. I sent my money home, yeah. I was happy I came home anyway, you know. I kissed the road down Hickam. I walked out there. There was protesting baby killer. But a gate, oh, I told him, stay away from me. Don't come by me. And I reach home, oh, my mother tell me, what you doing home, asshole? I look at my mother, I love her, yeah? I tell my mother, when my bank booked it, she tell me, no, I swear. Because I used to go serve dollar gas, she tell me, add up. I said, what? You know, you used to serve, you like dollar gas. 
you know, in the 60s, you know, dollar gas was plenty, yeah? 30 cents a gallon, eh? Then she told me I owe her that, that money. So I was, I was homeless. I live in a car, you know, kind of junk car. I live by the river. My neighbors feed me. You know, my neighbor, they feed me. Then sometimes my sister give me food. Then I go hustle for job, you know. Clean the neighbor's yard, eh? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Gotta hustle, yeah? Can, gotta be strong, yeah? Then the kind my mother said, go get help, it was nighttime. I change, yeah? When I drink. The neighbor give me beer, eh? Yeah, I can I drink, yeah? Then I eat money, I go buy, yeah? But I never know, I drink it for, for, for die, you know? That's why my mother got scared, yeah? She, see, she hear me talking foreign language, yeah? Vietnamese, yeah? In the bushes. I never know now, it's blackout, yeah? They call that blackout. Yeah. That's why they even get scared, then I'll go buy a gun, yeah? Then I shoot, yeah? In, in the bushes. So when did, when did you first approach the VA for help? 70, 73. A couple of months later, when I got up, my mother said I gotta get help. Cause I was living behind the yard, eh, by the bushes. I don't know where to go. Eh. Then I, I don't care, they, they don't like help me. Oh, they had to surround me, the, the MPs. Cause the guy told me, you look all right to me. I said, what, but I like somebody, I like talk to somebody. Cause I know I wasn't, you know, I never know what is PTSD. I couldn't sleep, that's why. You know, the nightmare. Toss and turn, eh? That's why I would turn to fucking go sleep, eh? Then my friend didn't get drugs, eh? Marijuana, free, eh? They grow, eh? Then I started smoking. Cause I know smoke, eh? I was vegetarian, surfer, eh? But when I came home, I never liked surf, nothing. No more feelings. You know, my, you, lost, you lose your soul, yeah. I left my soul back there. I left my heart back, I left everything back there, you know. I never let come home. Because why? I want to see if I can kill them all. I was vegetarian, like I said, I was, plus I was engineer, I want to do my share of the work. I, I feel cheating, you know, I feel cheating my friend name or I cheating myself. Uh, I wasn't fighting in the war, you know, I was engineer, we was on the road, yeah. My, my cousin said, good thing I never stay. I wouldn't die, cause you know can, cause he stayed for eight years. He said you know can, cause hand to hand combat. But then you gotta play dead, and then go back, you know, go back yeah. in the bushes again. We group it. Oh, he never let like, stay. Yeah, you know I mean he never let like, come home. He went like, they cut you the car and they put him in your mouth, you know. That's what my cousin said. That's why he don't go ladies. That's why he don't like stay five. He didn't stay five years. When he said he seen the, the holy guy against the tree, the bamboo spikes, bungee sticks inside him, they shed on top of me, and then they poke me in your body. Eh? You still alive now. And then they guys cut your kind off, your bottle, put him in his mouth. When my cousin seen that, he and his friends, they went crazy, they went stay. They went go to screaming eagles. There was Dorgana here first, on the Huey. But when they go for battle back some guys, soldiers, they seen that, oh, Jesus. They even jump on the ground. They even join the special East Screaming Eagles. They wanted to kill them all. 11 guys, you know, 11, 10 guys, you know. Only local boys, you know, Hawaiian. 
They want to wipe out Atamakaze. How come he's still too long? He said, they want to kill them all. Yeah. But Uncle Sam and ship them out. And they're not, they're not like, they don't come to get help, you know. My cousin. But that's why I, tell, I spread the news. That's why I volunteered at the VA, you know. I like, and then I, I go outside play music, but I talk to veterans for, don't stop. Just keep on asking for help, they help you. I tell them, don't stop, you know. I send them away for go, you know. For go get help, because they help me. You know, I tell them that they help me. Before and today is different. They help you today, but you gotta talk to the right people. What services are you getting from the VA right now? When you come here, what do you do? I go to classes, learn uh, about my health, my medication, and uh, about my PTSD. And then we do meditation. All the meditation good, you know. You get relaxed. And then they, they talk about how we feel today, see. How, what we get out of the class. And I tell them all, oh, I like to come over here because all the veterans get input, yeah? So what they say help me, see? Because I like to learn more of how to handle my, my anger. See, I get anger, yeah? The PTSD and I get rage, yeah, when I drive. I like to be cool head, yeah? I cannot go to, go to that person and be like the same like him, see? They teach me how to be humble. How to be cool head, yeah? Remember, take a deep breath. Remember that get people that loves you, yeah? They make me, rem I don't think about that kind of stuff, yeah? But they tell me, try to put that in my head, that you get people that loves you, and you get people care for you, everything, that you gotta think about that, and then I got my benefits. You know, I kinda think that I don't want benefits. I get benefits. I can go to school, I can go get house, you know. Think like that, see. Don't think about Anomonate. Think about I love myself. See, when I came home, I never loved myself, you know, because what we did, yeah. But they teach me how to love myself. That's what I went like. That's what I come here for. They ask me, why you come here every day? For love. They tell me, why? You don't get that at home. No, only me and my wife. My wife loved me. But get plenty of people they don't like. You know, my neighbors where I live, because I'm not from there, they don't like me. They don't like me, because why? I go on a stage down there one night. I don't go, my friend know me, eh? Hey, hey, come play. I don't go play music. Oh, then they make trouble to me, the husbands. The girls go dance at the wives. Because I don't sing Hawaiian, yeah? I sing. Rock goes about goodies, you know, mm -hmm. love songs. They don't like that. If there's any, uh, you know, veterans listening that, um, you know, a lot of veterans don't trust the VA right now because of the problems that, that have happened and um, what they see in the news. But clearly, um, you had some similar, you had problems with the VA that a lot of veterans have. But yes. um, you got your benefits, and now you, you yes. use VA, and it's benefiting you. Yes. You know how? What would you say to encourage veterans to if they've if they've been if they've had a wrong done to them by the VA, why should they give it another try? Because they're going you're going to benefit because of for you need we need help as why for your PTSD they're going to give you. Your benefits, you know, because we, we don't have any money. 
I don't more money. I never had money. I'm not gonna get job. They tell you, did you, you was in war? I say, yeah, Vietnam. Oh, soon they tell that you was in war. They don't like hire you. Who would I, who would give me money? The VA. The VA would give me life. The VA would help me. That's why I love the VA, you know? I don't stop coming over here. That's why I volunteer my service for the, the veterans, for the VA. I help the veterans over here, I talk to them. So don't stop. I tell, I tell them where for go, you know. Go to the E-Wing, ask for help, you know. We can help lawyers too. They get people down there, yeah. good people. But don't stop over there because this person did to you. That's what people, that's what veterans do. That's what I was doing. I went to the wrong people. I went, that's why I went stop. Took me over 30 years. Because I never had any help from anybody. That's why it took me that long. But when I came over here, oh, they helped me. My cousin helped me. My friend would help me, veterans. They told me how to get help. They take me over there to the office. They sit down in the office with me. Cause, cause, don't talk about the, you got mob on the blacks. Talk about the, you got ambush on the road. And then I don't like to talk about that because I you know, almost died. Yeah. Then that's where I went kill, yeah. That's where my first kill was, yeah. I mean, we almost no make them, yeah. So that's why I don't talk about them. That's why I, get, I never get help because I never talk about that one, yeah. I don't like to talk about that one, yeah. Because when I was in class, the TPTSD class, the guy, the guy teased me, I was crying, yeah. And then a veteran thought, what crap baby, where you was? I him I was with the engineers. He thought, oh, he was with the whinies, the girls. Then he would use the F word, yeah? So I said, F you, you know, no F me. He would stand up, rush me. He would attack me inside the class, the PTSD class. Then I went, Takai, you know what I mean? But good thing my friend would block him, man. He know me, yeah? He told me, no do that to the bar, sit down. I said, I told the guy, I'm sorry, but no do that to me. When I get scared, I get scared, you know? I told him that I'm a survivor, you know. I don't fight, you know. I'm a survivor. I don't tell him I can fight, you know. I just tell him I'm scared. I just scared for fight. I, I don't like tell him I can, yeah. yeah. Because we love you. Yeah? We, we, we gotta take care of ourselves. We veterans. But now we quit, see. I told the counselor I don't like. I like go one on one. That way, if I cry, I don't like them tease me, yeah. yeah. Because when I bring back my stuff, I. I shake everything, you know, and plenty my friends died. Eh? That's not what hurt me too, yeah. My good friends, yeah, we take care of each other, yeah. Even though they was white, holy, black, I don't care. We all was together, you know. I tell them I love you, you know. I use the word love, you know. I tell them I love you, but they use the F word. That's why I came on Lona, you know. I, I don't hang with, well, I was alone a long time when I came home. I don't hang with people. I only come for the veterans, and when I meet veterans, then I be friends, yeah? Mm -hmm. So I tell my friend, you make me laugh, you're my friend, you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for this interview, you know, brother. Gordon, thank yeah. you so much for sharing your story. I know it's, and, uh, I know it's emotional, I know that uh, yeah. there's a lot to share, but I really appreciate you uh, opening up, and I know that... That's why I, I cry, you know, brother, but, you know, I don't care I cry because that's what it is, bro, you know? Yeah. The truth, you know? The truth hurts, but that's the way it goes, you know. Yeah. I like the bridges know out there, the brothers out there, they win, you're not alone. We're all together, brother. And we got love out there. 
us Christians love each other, you know. For, you know, we good. I make them my family as well. You yeah? know, when we go in classes, at least the, they come hug you, yeah, yeah. That's what we like, yeah. Yeah. That's what we miss, yeah. That hug, yeah. That sharing and caring, yeah. That's why I come up here, you know. I tell them I get plenty love up here. They good friends, you know. Just no stop coming. Yeah. But thank you, brother. Thank you, Gordon. And uh, I thank you. I know you didn't hear it when you came home, so welcome yeah. home. Thank you, my brother. Mm -hmm. God bless you for sharing, caring, and taking this interview with me. Of course. And share to the world. Yeah? Yeah. Aloha, my brother. Aloha, Kako. Mahalo, Kia. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless you. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I would be talking, but I wasn't there with them. You just feel so alone. I still had the anger, I still had the addictions, but we didn't talk about that. Came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go to the VA, you're a veteran, see what they can do to help you. When you have family, friends, when you have the facilities like the VA and the vet center, it gives me, it gives others encouragement to keep moving forward. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people. Because it takes true strength to ask for help. Talking with, with other veterans was the best method for learning the roadmap to success. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Gordon mentioned the power of his group therapy and how connected he is to those veterans. He's definitely not alone in that. I spoke with many veterans that find the group atmosphere to be very comforting and therapeutic. A friend of mine once told me about a group he was in. The leader was a Vietnam vet and the attendees were Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. They said that they all had enough in common to speak to each other, but enough differences to learn from each other's unique service. Many VA medical centers offer group sessions like this and I know most vet centers do too. Check with your local facility to see what is available and give it a shot. Whether or not you feel like you truly need it, there's a chance that a veteran like Gordon could benefit from meeting and connecting with you. Today's veteran of the day is Navy veteran Eugene Cernan. He attended flight training and became a naval aviator in 1958. After his time in the Navy, he became an astronaut and was selected among the third group of NASA astronauts to participate in the Gemini and Apollo programs. Gene passed away on January 16 of this year. We honor his service. To read Gene's full write-up and to learn how you can nominate your own Veteran of the Day, visit blogs.va.gov. That wraps up episode 15. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I know there are a lot of options out there for entertainment, so I appreciate you spending your time here with me and listening to these amazing veterans. If you'd like me to answer a question on the podcast, tweet us at DEPT Vet Affairs or myself at TimLawson21 using hashtag VA Podcast or email us at newmedia at va.gov. And be sure to catch up on more stories from the veteran community at our blog, blogs.va.gov. I'm Timothy Lawson, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>